This is episode 45, This Will Make or Break Your Progress with Erica. Hello everyone, welcome back to the show, whether this is your first episode or you've listened to all 45 episodes. We are so excited and glad that you're here. Today will be a solo episode, so that means that you'll just hear from me talking the whole time as opposed to when we have a guest on and Lauren and I interview them together. So we either have interview episodes or solo episodes, and today you're stuck with me. And I'm going to do this a little bit differently than my past solo episodes. I'm slowly evolving and trying to get better at this whole podcasting game. So I am going to share some life updates with you and let you know what's been going on in my life. And then after that, we'll have a quick conversation about the topic of this show, the thing that will make or break your progress. And as you may have seen, the the episode is titled a health hack episode. So this will be related to your health, specifically your health goals, but It will also be super applicable to any area of your life. So when I'm giving examples, I'll actually talk about not only things that are having to do with your health, but also things that are having to do with your relationships and other aspects of your life. Because if you're trying to do something or achieve a goal, we have to remember that the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So whether it's your health or something else, it's still applicable. So keep that in mind. But before we jump into that, I just want to share some quick life updates. And the first one is not a happy life update, unfortunately, but it's something I want to share. And I was going back and forth of, should I share this? Should I not? Because it's not something we typically talk about on the podcast. However, I am practicing being more, not only authentic, but just sharing even when it feels tough. Because one of my adaptations, and maybe you resonate with this, one of my adaptations is self-reliance and independence. I mean, I think that's something my family would tell you about me, my friends would tell you about me, is that I've always done a really good job being on my own. And though that can be a benefit and a good thing and a gift, if it's taken to the extreme like anything, then we start to limit ourselves. So I recently went through a pretty big life event relevant to me, right? This is a big life transition for me. And in the past, I probably would have handled it a little differently. I would have kept more to myself and just handled the emotions and feelings that came up without wanting to be a burden on other people and just having that limiting belief and thought of, I'm okay on my own. I don't need anyone else. But those limitations, those adaptations of self-reliance, they stem from past experiences of not being able to rely on other people. So when we're let down enough times, whether it's in childhood or beyond, we learn that it's easier to depend on ourselves than anyone else. And I'm actively trying to break that pattern because I spend enough damn time by myself doing things on my own and I want more practice sharing with others and being supported by others. So this is me sharing with the community and just seeing what's going to happen. But the life update that I want to share is I actually had to say goodbye to one of my cats 
uh, about a week and a half ago. It was an extremely intense experience. Um, she was diagnosed with lung cancer right around my birthday. This year's birthday was not <laughs> super great. I would actually say that it sucked. I was at the emergency vet with her most of the weekend and we didn't get the diagnosis then, but I think it was a week later I had to go back and that's when they did all kinds of tests and found the cancer in her lungs. And it was a really confusing time. If you're listening to this and you've lost a pet, you probably understand it, or at least lost a pet in this way, where they get a terminal diagnosis, but because it's veterinary medicine, it's a little bit, um, it's not as specific because I didn't want to do a diagnosis um, or more exams to figure out what kind of cancer and how long it would be because I didn't want to put her through more misery, basically. So we did, um, and when I say we, I'm talking about me and Chloe and the vet. There's no other human involved in this. But I decided that I just wanted to make her comfortable. And the vet said, you know, it could be a few weeks or it could be a few months. And that's a big difference. And I didn't really know how to prepare myself, but I had gratefully um, th- about three weeks with her to spend a lot of time with her. I took about 1 million pictures and just, I really got a chance to say goodbye. So I'm so, so grateful for that. And then I decided to do in-home euthanasia because I didn't want to take her back to the vet. She gets super stressed out like most cats do, but I found a really great service in Denver called Laps of Love, I think it is. And It was so peaceful. My dad flew out from California to be with me and she was able to pass at home in my arms and then Gizmo, my other cat, got to say goodbye, which I found out was actually really important because animals also need to grieve. And Gizmo has been with Chloe her whole life. I got Chloe first, Chloe was two, and then a few years later I got Gizmo. So Again, I know that's not a typical thing we might share on this podcast, but for me, maybe it's a little bit part of my grieving process to be able to talk about it. I know I actively told friends and family, which in the past, again, I would have kind of like waited for people to come to me or say something to me if they found out, but I'm trying really hard to just be proactive. So this is me being vulnerable and authentic and sharing some big life things And I encourage you to maybe pick one thing that you're keeping to yourself, thinking that you have to go through that alone or that you don't want to burden anyone else with your pain. And just remember that there's always people that want to be there for you, but it's up to you to ask for what you need. So in me sharing this, I'm not necessarily asking for people to reach out or anything. You know, I've kind of gone through um, the last few weeks of crying and grieving and some friends sent me flowers and texted me and that was really special but really I'm just sharing this to say I see you even if I can't actually see you but you have the courage to be able to go on and ask for the support that you need so that's life update number one which maybe I should have warned you that it was going to be a little bit sad I don't know if you have animals if you're like me I get so emotional if other people have anything going on with their animals. So sorry if that was triggering or emotional for you, but let's move on to some happier life updates, shall we? Good. So the first one is that I'm creating a new website on Squarespace. It has been an adventure and it's taken much longer than I thought it would, mostly because of the Chloe incident. Once um, 
I had to let Chloe go. I kind of just put everything on pause. <laughs> like I couldn't, I didn't have the capacity to do anything besides what I had to do. And then I was on vacation visiting my parents in Northern California. So I'm just starting to get back in the swing of things. But I had a beautiful website. My ex-boyfriend, Stephen, um, if you need any graphic design work done. I don't think he has any extra time, but maybe you could convince him. He is extremely talented. So if you saw my last website, you know how beautiful it was. But it was created in WordPress and to update it was like, <laughs> I it just was impossible. It would take me so long. And so I talked to Steven and I said, I still love your website, but I need something simpler. And he was very understanding, even though he put in so much work to that last website. So Steven, if you're listening, thank you um, very much. <laughs> um, so I'm building a new website on Squarespace, learning how to use it. It's super easy. If anyone out there is looking to start a website, but you're not ready to pay someone the thousands and thousands of dollars to get it done, I highly recommend giving this a try. So I'm hoping to have my website done soonish. I'm not putting any hardcore deadlines on it because there's just no need. Um, I get most of my business through Instagram anyway. So, you know, it'll be nice to have my website to capture leads hopefully in the future, but um, I'll let you know when that's ready. And then the next life update is that I'm also creating an online course which is tentatively set to release or launch rather on Labor Day weekend. So that's when you'll be able to um, purchase it and I should have at least the first week ready by then. It will be a self-guided course which is cool so meaning you just get access to it and you can work through it at your own speed And it's really going to be focused on helping people go from this place of burnout, exhaustion, and being tired to a place of being energized and joyful and living a life that's fully aligned with everything that you desire. And this course will be for anyone who is burnt out from work or other areas of their life, people who have to take naps just to survive, right? If you're someone who naps daily because you have to, this course will definitely be for you to learn how to make it a day without a nap. Um, If you're someone who you can't tell if the caffeine is even working anymore or you've recently had to stop drinking caffeine because you notice it makes you feel really jittery and anxious. Um, This is for anyone who has consistent brain fog. You feel like you're in a daze most of the time. Um, You have trouble losing weight. You feel unmotivated. Maybe you're looking for a step-by-step process to follow to rebalance your body naturally. Or if you're sick and tired of feeling sick and tired all the time, then this course will absolutely be for you. Um, If you're someone where your doctors have not been able to help you feel better, but you know deep down that there must be something you can do to feel more energized, this course will absolutely be for you. Um, If you're in this for the long game, like you're not looking for a quick fix, this course will be for you. And finally, if you're open to making steady and sustainable life that's, bleh, lifestyle changes that will get you results, then you're going to want to get your hands on this course. Um, it'll be 12 weeks of content, again, that you can go at at your own pace. It'll give you the step-by-step process that I use with my private clients, but that you can go through at your own pace and apply to your life as needed. We'll look at your nutrition, 
your mental and emotional blocks. We'll rebalance the physical body. We'll explore supplement strategies that can help you. So it'll really be everything rolled into this one beautifully packaged online course. I don't have a name for it yet, but um, by the time this episode airs, you should be able to go to the show notes or my Instagram bio link, and there will be a a link to join the waitlist. And you'll want to be on the waitlist, even if you're not sure if you want to buy it, just get on the waitlist. Because if you're on the waitlist, you will get a significant discount Um, if you sign up and buy on Labor Day weekend. So I will be announcing all of those details later, but for now, just get on the wait list. It literally can't hurt. (laughs) Um, And then I'll be in touch with information as it's available. But I'm really excited to bring this to you. Um, It's really a combination of me up-leveling my business and also getting all my thoughts and processes down in one spot because When you work with me as a private client, you get access to all this knowledge and we apply it as you need it, right? I meet all my clients where they're at, but this way you can have access to something if you're not ready for that one-on-one coaching, because I get it. It's not, that's not the first step. Sometimes we have to do a little of the work on our own before we trust enough to be like, okay, I'm going to spend like six months with you doing this work. Um, I think that's all for my personal life updates. But next, I wanted to remind you that we are now taking sponsors for There's a Hack for That, which is very exciting. And Lauren and I will be talking about this more and more. But for now, if you have a small business or you know of a small business that might be a great fit to sponsor our episodes, we have packages where you can do a single episode or if you do um multiple episodes it's discounted so just send them our way or reach out to us and we will get you information on that and today's episode is brought to you by daydreamer studios do you have stories and expertise to share with the world have you ever thought about starting your own podcast There's no better time to start than now with the help of a trusted production partner. Daydreamer Studios is a full-service production company that takes all the stress off your plate. You can focus on creating engaging content while they focus on recording, editing, audio engineering, hosting, and publishing on 22 platforms. Log into the advanced remote system with one click and the Daydreamer team will be on the other end ready for you to record everything you have to say. Owned and operated by Daydreamer Network, the producer of this podcast, Daydreamer Studios continues on the company's mission to empower storytellers of all kinds by making podcasting accessible to all. For more information and current promotions, visit daydreamernetwork.com slash studios. And now, I've made you wait 14 minutes to get to the point, but that's okay. Hopefully you've enjoyed my updates. But let's talk about the one thing that will make or break your progress when it comes to health or really anything in life. And a lot of people might think automatically that when we don't lose the weight, or we're not getting more energy, or our digestion still sucks and we can't eat the foods that we love, or we're not getting stronger, we're not meeting these performance goals in the gym, people think it's because they don't have the right plan. They don't have the right coach. They think, I don't know what I'm supposed to be eating, or maybe I'm eating the quote-unquote wrong things and not the right things, or I don't know when I should be working out or what kind of workouts I need to do. And they find all these external reasons why they're not getting the results that they want. So we, as humans, decide internally that we want something, right? We're like, 
I want to lose some weight to be healthy or to look better or I want to wake up feeling energized so I need to do something to rebalance my energy and rebalance my body. And then when we don't get what we want, we look outside of ourselves and we say, look at all those reasons why I failed. Isn't that interesting? Have you ever done that? I mean, yes, we all have. I certainly have done that. I've done that not only with health, but with everything in life, with relationships. Oh, I remember back in the day when I was just on the worst dating <laughs> patterns ever, attracting a very specific type of, type of person into my life. And I would always think, man, what's wrong with all these men? You know, there's no good men out there. I keep on attracting and finding these guys that don't want a relationship and that kind of just string me along. And there was this very specific moment where I was like, oh, what's the common denominator here? Me. And so when I started doing the internal work, the type of partner I attracted significantly upgraded. And just like with health, when I stopped blaming things outside of me for the progress that I was not making, right? I was looking at all the doctors who let me down. I was like, it's their fault. They don't know what's wrong with me. I didn't do anything wrong. I'm just trying to like find the healer that can heal me. Or I would do a program, like I've never been shy about buying or purchasing programs or working with fitness coaches or health coaches or whatever it is. And I'd see some progress for a little bit and then I just bounce back and I'm like, oh, what's wrong with all these programs that I'm doing? They're not working. Have you experienced that before? I know that this is pretty much the only conversation <laughs> that I have with people on discovery calls. So potential clients, whether they end up signing up or not, there's a common theme and thread of I have tried everything. I've seen all the doctors. I've you know, looked at all the different strategies and modalities. I've done human design. I've taken all the supplements. I've done the 30 days to a new you program. Nothing works. I just always bounce back to where I am. And there's usually a conversation. Um, I don't always have it with people on discovery calls, but honestly, if my intuition tells me that they're ready to hear it, I will tell them. And those are usually the people that end up signing up for my programs because the people who aren't ready to hear it are not ready to work with me. And they're the ones that I'm like, you know, just kindly and politely like, you'll get there soon, but I don't think you're there yet. Um, because if it, the truth is, if they worked with me, they wouldn't find the progress because they're not ready to see what's in their way, which I'm going to tell you what that is in a moment, if you haven't already guessed what it is. But the conversation is like, I've done everything, nothing's working, but I'm still sick and tired of being sick and tired, and I'm ready for change. Like, I'm so ready for change. And those people, and like, if you're resonating with this, then I have some tough love to share with you because it's not those external things that are getting in your way. The thing that's getting in your way is you, right? What's the common denominator between all of the doctors and programs and things that you've done to try and heal that haven't worked? You, you're the same. You were working with all those doctors. You were attempting to work through those programs. You were, you know, trying to do all these things. And the reason that you are in your own way is because for whatever reason, whether mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, you're not ready to make that change because you're not ready to prioritize the work that needs to be done to see change. Because here's the thing, health is not a mystery. 
Your body is not a mystery. We know how all of that works. We're not always taught it. And sometimes it takes a lot of um, intention to go forth and learn about it, right? I had to learn about my body. I had to get a freaking integrative health practitioner certification to finally put all the pieces to the puzzle together. And I'm not saying you have to give up your life and go devote it to health in order to figure this out, right? That's why there's other people out there who know this stuff. You just have to find the right person for you. But my point is, the information is out there and you know what you need. You just have to learn how to prioritize what you need and then listen to the signs and signals that your body and your intuition give you so that you can keep going and get the results you need. So in summary, the thing that will make or break your progress is not having the right program or the nutrition or the exercise or the mental help, whatever it is. The thing that will make or break your progress is you being ready to prioritize those things. You being ready for the work. I can't tell you how many times I hear that too. People are like, oh, I know, like I should be doing this, but I'm just not. And I'm like, okay. Come back when you're ready to do the work because I don't pretend that this work is easy. It's not. And actually, if you've ever been on a discovery call with me, you know that I spend a lot of time being like, okay, I'll take you on as a client as long as you know that like I'm not doing the work for you. You have to do the work. I will give you the information and the instructions, but it's up to you to implement it. And when that scares someone away, I know that I've kind of dodged a bullet. Because if there's one thing that's been amazing about becoming a burnout recovery coach is that I get permission to not burn myself out. So I only want to work with clients that I know I can help. So that's the one thing is we have to be ready for the work. And if you're not ready for the work, I invite you to go within and explore your self-worth or lack of self-worth. Because we create the reality we subconsciously believe we deserve. So if any part of you or your being thinks you don't deserve to get healthy or lose the weight or find the relationship, whatever it is, then you will continue attracting circumstances that reflect that level of worth or lack of worth. So again, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. If there's even a speck of your being that doesn't think you're worthy of great things or you're worthy of the transformation you're trying to create, you will never get to that place. So if you have a history of not making the progress or making a little bit of progress and then reverting right back to where you were before, again, I I encourage you to explore your worthiness. Do you believe you're worth all that? And maybe consciously you're like, yeah, duh, I deserve everything I want. But maybe there's a little girl, a little boy inside that doesn't quite believe that or know that yet. And you have to get really clear and connect with that part of you that doesn't believe you're worth it and start showing that part of you that you are. And that takes intentional work too. That's also something we work on in my, um, with my private clients. We work on self-worth because it's the basis, the root of so many things. And then I'd also encourage you to do a values check. Um, most of my clients, I'd say 99% of my clients have to do a core values assessment with me within the first session or two. And it's to get clear on what matters to me. I did my first core values assessment about four years ago. And my values are health, knowledge, abundance, integrity, freedom, love, joy. But that health is always the first one. And when I recognized that being healthy and waking up feeling my best every day was a non-negotiable value for me, it made 
choosing the right actions a lot easier. So the way I work with values is we do the core values assessment, you get your values, but then we use those values as a lens with which to see the world, to make decisions. So when someone's inviting me to go out at 9 p.m. on a weeknight and I know that I don't feel my best when I don't get to sleep at a decent hour, it's easy for me to say, no, like, can I catch up with you next time? Let's get coffee this weekend. Because in the past, I might have felt like, oh, someone's inviting me to do something. I should just say yes. I don't want to be rude. Right. That those internal boundaries were not um, were not boundaries at all. So it was difficult to figure out what I should do. But when I realized that my health is one of my most important values to me, it makes it really easy to choose myself and to choose the right nutrition. I recently had a pretty big breakthrough with eating because I've been doing gluten-free and dairy-free to manage my autoimmune condition naturally. I'm a year and a few months symptom-free, which is a huge freaking deal for me after 15 years of dealing with my symptoms. Um, But I had this weird like internal resistance, I guess, to being able to tell people that I needed to eat gluten and dairy-free. So for instance, at home, I no problem. I'd only buy what I wanted to eat, feel great. But then if I were to get invited to go out to eat, I wouldn't speak up and say, hey, can I choose the restaurant because I want to be able to make these choices. I want to eat somewhere that I feel comfortable eating right now. But I realized it wasn't about restriction or that I couldn't eat gluten or dairy. It's that I was choosing to eat gluten-free and dairy-free because that's what makes me feel my best. So as someone who has a history of disordered eating, we've talked about that a lot on the podcast, but you know, I invite you to make that shift that it's not about restriction or what you can't do anymore. You know, if someone gets their food sensitivity test back and they're extremely sensitive to dairy, like Lauren was, we shared that on an episode a few weeks ago, you know, it, you can look at that and be like, oh man, I, I, I can't eat dairy for six months, which is usually the minimum when someone has that high of a sensitivity. It's about, I get to choose to eat other things that make me feel better. And then when you start to get your energy back, you're like, holy crap, was that it? (laughs) Because oftentimes one change like that can be the key that unlocks everything. It's amazing. The data is so valuable, but let's get back on track here. I think my point was about the values check. What are your values? And if you've never done a core values assessment, so I will do this. This is going to be something I'm only going to share on here for you for the podcast community send me an email erica allison wellness at gmail.com or reach out to me on instagram and say hey erica i just heard your podcast episode i want to do a core values assessment and i will send you my assessment that i do with private clients i'll send that to you for free just so you can do it it takes 10 to 15 minutes and then you have this new lens to see the world through it's also a way to build self-identity because that's another thing that gets in the way We're not clear on who we are or what we want or what we need. So then it makes it really hard to make the right choices, to get up and drink the smoothie for breakfast, to get to bed on time, right? Sleep is not the thing that will make you feel better. It's prioritizing your sleep. When I made that shift, everything changed because I was like, oh, I need really good sleep. No, I just need to prioritize. I can prioritize getting into bed at a decent hour for me, honestly, I love being able to get into bed by 9 p.m. I'll either watch a show, read a book, 
or, you know, I mean, sometimes I do let myself scroll, scroll on the socials if I'm just trying to numb whatever happened during the day. Um, it's, you know, I'm not perfect. I certainly don't like journal every night or anything. Um, but anyway, in bed by 9 p.m. for that long wind down, I'm a highly sensitive person. So my nervous system takes a long time to calm down. It's like, we've got to like wash off all the crap from the day. And then so from like 9 to 10 to 1030, I'm just doing nothing. I'm sitting in quiet. I'm watching a show I enjoy. I'm reading a book that I enjoy. And then I'm getting to bed. And that's when I sleep the best. It's not, you know, I mean, the supplements help and all the things, the other things I do help. But it's when I give myself time to wind down. And that takes prioritizing. Um, I do have to say no to a lot of social things, but I don't mind because right now my main focus is learning how to keep my body balanced naturally because I don't want to go back to taking medications for my autoimmune condition. Okay, this episode is getting to be a lot longer than I thought. I was like, oh, this is going to be like 10, 15 minutes. No, I forget that I can talk when I get on a roll. Um, But I want to leave you with a few questions. It's really one question just asked in different ways because sometimes language is very specific to us, right? Some language feels good. Some language doesn't feel good. Sometimes if you ask a question in one way, someone will get it, but another person won't. So I'm going to ask the same question in a few different ways. That way, if one version doesn't work for you, maybe the other will. But this is the question you need to ask yourself if you're not prioritizing your health or you feel like you're in that hamster wheel of starting and stopping programs or getting a little bit of progress and then just reverting back to your old ways. I need you to really consider this question. And this is not a just sit and think about it. This is a get a journal out, a piece of paper and write about it. You need to connect mind and body and dig deeper than just your the thoughts that are going around your head because those thoughts aren't always you, right? We need to really access the deeper knowing that exists within all of us. And the question is, is the first form of it, how is my current situation serving me mentally, emotionally, or spiritually? And you might be thinking, Erica, I'm 30 pounds overweight, pre-diabetic, and not happy with the direction my health is going. How the F would that be serving me? (laughs) Or maybe you're thinking, Erica, I keep going back to my ex who I know isn't right for me. How would that be serving me? Or I'm exhausted all the time. My short-term memory sucks and I feel depressed. How is any of that my fault and how would that be serving me? And I hear you. Trust me, I hear you. Because I had the same resistance to this question the first time I was told to ask myself this. And I also ask you to dig deeper Like I already said, we create the exact situations that we subconsciously believe we deserve and need. The subconscious mind doesn't have reason. It's not like, oh, clearly Erica deserves to have health and good fortune. I'll guide her to it. No, your subconscious mind is like an emotionless, logicless entity that does whatever you want it to. So start to be intentional with the energy that you go into things with. If you're repeating similar situations over and over, there's a lesson you haven't learned yet or maybe aren't ready to learn. So how is your current situation serving you mentally, physically, and spiritually? I'll give you a very quick example from my life, Um, my autoimmune condition. So the first time that I was asked this question was with my very first coach, Michelle. And 
I was have in the middle of a big flare up with my autoimmune stuff. I was like on a six week in a row work travel thing and I was just like ready to quit and I was done. This was like three years ago, maybe. And she asked me, she said, how is your autoimmune condition serving you? And I was like, you cray. It's not. This sucks. <laughs> and then she just kept asking me, how is it serving you? How is it serving you? And finally, I got to this place of if I'm sick with an autoimmune disease, then that gives me a reason of why I haven't gone off and done all the things I want to do. It holds me back from the uncomfortable change I needed to make. And at that point, it was quitting my job, which still hasn't happened. But since then, you know, I'm part-time in my day job this year, which gives me a lot more room and freedom to be in my business. So this was kind of the start of it. I was like, I'm not happy in my job, but quitting is really uncomfortable because then I have to figure out what's next. So I was using subconsciously and spiritually my autoimmune condition as this excuse. I was like, this is what makes me weak and unable able to go off and reach my goals and it was this big realization and I mean it took a lot of time to integrate and set in but maybe there's a maybe there's a reason like that for you if you're exhausted like what are you keeping yourself from by staying exhausted because I have the tools you need to get your energy back but if you're not ready to prioritize the steps you need to take then you're holding yourself back for a reason and I want you to leave this episode taking ownership of that. It's like, okay, if I'm going to be exhausted all the time, then I'm choosing that. But if you're ready to not have that be your reality, then you absolutely can choose something else. But what are you scared of? So that's the first way to ask the question. How is my current situation serving me mentally, emotionally, and spiritually? I'll ask it in another way. What am I protecting myself from by not changing? How am I protecting myself by continuing to play out this pattern? Which part of me is resisting the change I want to create in my life? Which part of me wants the change I'm creating in my life? And then once you ask those two questions, this would be a really great time to get your journal out and actually give those parts of you a voice. So connect to the part of you that's resisting change. Maybe it's an inner child that is like, no, if you if I change, I'll lose you. I'll lose myself. Who am I? without all this. Like I, I had that too, an identity crisis of like, if I'm not sick all the time from my autoimmune condition, who the F am I? <laughs> I had to get to know myself. I had to build the new identity I wanted to step into and then connect with the part of you that wants the change and give her or him a voice, right? There was a part of me that was dreaming so big and wanted to um, build her own business and help more people. And like, I had to shift into that energy and be like, I want to I want to be on the train with that girl, right? And the last way to maybe ask this question is, what lesson do I need to extract and understand from this situation? And not that everything always has to be about a lesson, but again, just in case that language resonates with you a little bit better. And finally, I want to leave you with um, four books that I think are really helpful when you're exploring this route of getting out of your own way. The first one is Joe Dispenza, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. I would say um, this is like top five books I've ever read, read, most impactful. And he just teaches you how to break the habit of being yourself in order to create the new self you want to step into. Expectation Hangover by Christine Hassler. That was one of the first um, 
self-help books I ever read. Christine Hassler is probably the reason I became a coach. Love her and her work. Definitely go check that one out. Um, The next one is more for relationships, not necessarily health. So if you're someone who's stuck in that hamster wheel of um, patterns and behaviors you're not happy with when it comes to relationships, then The Soulmate Secret by Arielle Ford. It's a short book. You can read it in like a day probably. So good. And then... Um, for any money stuff, so if you have money blocks or just feel like you're holding yourself back when it comes to making the money that you want in your life, The Illusion of Money by Kyle Cease is a must. So with that, um, I hope this information was valuable to you. And did this speak to you? Are you listening all the way to the end and you're like, holy crap, this was amazing? <laughs> Let me know because chances are if it does resonate with you, then we should probably talk. So if you're on a journey to get your energy back, to live a life full of joy and alignment and purpose, but you're just, you're not getting to where you want to be, right? You start, you stop, you try all the programs, they're not working, then let's chat. I give a free discovery call to any potential clients who just are curious about the work that I do. I am a burnout recovery coach. I work with men and women to help them go from exhausted to energized. I do require a minimum of six months right now to work with me at the time of this recording. That might change in the future, but for now it's going really well because as much as I'd love to say, hey, let's just have a few sessions, it really takes time and energy to get to know each other. I need to be able to build a relationship with you and figure out what you need, how you operate, how I can best guide you. And then again, I give you all the tools and you do the work. And there's an option to meet once a month or twice a month. It's not as big of an investment as you might think. I know six months are like, what the fuck? But, um, excuse my language. I don't know if I'm supposed to say the F word, but anyway. Um, But yeah, there's lots of options. And I do sometimes offer one-off functional lab consultations. So just stay plugged in to my Instagram at Erica Allison Wellness, Allison with one L, or get on my email list. I'll put the link to join in the show notes because that's where I typically share any specials for one-off functional lab interpretations because I know there are a lot of you that are just really curious about the functional lab testing. And if you're not familiar, go back to, I think, episode 26, which um, talks all about that and what it is. And how I work with people with that. And if you just want to run some lab tests and get the results, um, every few months I'll do, like I'll take five people on who just want to do labs and get an interpretation. So if you want to keep in tune for that, join my email list. And otherwise, please, please, please share this episode with anyone who you think might need this message. Um, It's an important one. It's not a unique one, right? Like I didn't invent this concept. I'm just here to remind you of it. And hopefully light a fire under your butt to get going and get to the life that you deserve. Because, you know, as I learned a few weeks ago when I had to let little Miss Chloe go, it's just like, damn, I had her for nine years and it felt like one. Like it went so fast and um, life is precious, life is short, and we don't need to be sitting around living a life that doesn't feel good to us. You don't have to live a life that doesn't feel good to you. So with that, I will now end and I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day wherever you are in the world, whenever you're listening to this and don't forget to stay curious. Disclaimer, this podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. 
Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.